Hi, you're listening to What's New Today, a podcast channel on current events shaping our world. This is your host Sangeeta from India. I'm recording this episode on the 13th of October 2023 and this episode is about a conflict or a war that started a week ago between Israel and Palestine. Now the moment we hear of a war or a conflict it is human tendency for us to find one person to blame and one person to find as the victim of the war. But if you have to make a fair judgment it always helps if you know the back story of both the parties. So in this episode I'd like to cover the back story of this region which we called Israel or Palestine over the last 3500 years. I'll break this episode into three parts. The first part traces the major stories from about 3300 years ago till the year 1917. The second part from 1917 till the year 1948 and the third part covers the stories of all those events that have happened in more recent history between 1948 and today nope there won't be any mention of violence these are just simple stories for us to understand what's happened why it happened and when it happened let me begin with a story that many of us might be familiar with So about 3300 years ago a famous prophet called Moses lived in Egypt. So Egypt then was ruled by a pharaoh a king and people who were followers of a religion called Judaism or these were people were called Jews were slaves of the king. <laughs> Moses was able to negotiate with the pharaoh to liberate all the Jews living in Egypt then and he led all of them across the deserts of Egypt into what was considered the holy land or Palestine Now if you happen to have a map or an atlas at hand and if you tried tracing your finger uh, what it would be like to walk across the deserts of Egypt and then walk into palestine you would face the minor challenge of having to cross or walk across the red sea but as the story goes moses held out his staff and the red sea parted allowing all of these jews to walk across the red sea and thus enter palestine so this happened more than 3300 years ago the jews continued to live there for many hundreds of years and along the way came plenty of jewish kings uh, one of the more famous ones that we might have heard of is king solomon he lived about i think 3000 years ago there are many stories about king solomon and i'm not going to cover all of them but if you happen to read any story of king solomon one thing you'll usually notice is that he was wise and just another thing that king solomon was famous for is also that he built what is called the first temple in Jerusalem now solomon's sons and descendants continued to rule uh, that region and the jews lived on in palestine for many more years now about 2000 years ago a large army from rome came and invaded and these armies conquered the people living there 
Jesus Christ was born a new religion called Christianity took birth in this region and more and more people became Christians and you had fewer and fewer Jews left in Palestine now imagine a Palestine with a lot of peasants and farmers most of them Christians a few Jews the roman rule comes to an end and palestine is now conquered by the ottoman empire the ottoman kings were muslims and slowly now in palestine you started seeing more and more and more muslims fewer and fewer christians and very few jews so with this let me end the first part of this story So about a hundred odd years ago, the region of Palestine, which uh, is basically a small piece of land, to its west is the Mediterranean Sea, to its east is the Jordan River, to its south are the deserts of Egypt, and to its north are the snow-capped mountains of Syria. Elsewhere in the world, the First World War was about to break. The Palestinians were minding their own business, but. life was about to change drastically for them let's take a quick break there the ottoman empire had joined the first world war and they were one of the losers and the winners were britain france as is tradition the winners usually will divvy up the territory that the losers have lost it's also a nice time for us to look at uh, the stories relating to what was happening to jews living elsewhere in the world now remember for more than 2000 years these jews have left their lands they've been living in many other parts of the world and they weren't having a very nice time especially jews living in russia what is what is modern day ukraine many parts of europe so life was pretty hard for these jews and they really didn't have too many places where they could migrate to and live in relative peace so around this time there were some jews around the world who felt that the jews really needed a national home a country that they could call their own where they could live in peace one such prominent jewish leader living in britain was lord rothschild there was another very prominent englishman called lord balfour now lord balfour happened to agree with the jews and he shot off a very famous letter called the balfour declaration to lord rothschild you might come across it or you might have come across it in your textbooks it's actually a pretty short letter it is just a letter of 67 words but i'll give you an even shorter and a crisper version of what the letter said he wrote lord rothschild the government of the united kingdom does think that a national home for the jews should be established in palestine and britain would be very thrilled to help all of you in establishing a jewish country in palestine britain will try its level best to ensure that the rights of those who are non jews and who live in palestine are also not affected well this letter was shot off in the year 1917 so now we have palestine 
which is a land where there are a lot of peasants and farmers who are minding their own business. The First World War has ended, the Ottoman Empire has been defeated. Britain now wants to take over Palestine. The Jews elsewhere in the world are fleeing because they are being persecuted and they all need a place to come and stay. So Britain slowly starts making space for the Jews as they come trickling in from various parts of the world. And the Arabs who are the natives of Palestine begin to lose more and more of their land to the Jews who are fleeing their countries and are settling in Palestine. This goes on for another 30 years. This becomes especially intensive when the Jews start fleeing in much bigger numbers from Germany towards the early 1940s. About now half the land has been given to the Jews and about half the land are now with the Arabs and the Arabs are not in the least bit thrilled with what's happened to them. So obviously they start revolting against the British colonists who occupied their territory and the British put down the Arab revolts. Anybody who is familiar with uh, British rule in India will have a pretty fair idea of how it is when the British decide to put down the Arabs revolts. And when things got pretty tough, the British did the one thing that they are pretty good at. They got up and left. But they also referred the matter to the United Nations. Which is around where the second part of our story comes to an end. The United Nations decides that, you know, let's try and broker peace. So it calls the two groups of people, the Jews and the Arabs, and says, let's divvy up the land, about roughly half equally for both of you. We'll call one the country of Israel and the other the country of Palestine. The Jews are mighty thrilled and they are hurrah and all for it. And the Palestinians, or the Arabs, were not one bit thrilled because just about 30 years ago, they had owned more than 90% of the land and in a very short period, they had all been evicted from their lands and they had literally nowhere to go. So they rejected the proposal by the United Nations. But the country of Israel was born in 1948. Let's take a short break right here. So where we begin the third part of this story is with the birth of the country of Israel in 1948 and a whole bunch of really angry Arabs seething and waiting to seek revenge. So naturally, what was to follow was a war. The very next day after the birth of Israel, Arab nations around Israel attacked. This included Egypt, Syria and Jordan. The war went on for 10 months and at the end of the war, Israel had gained more territory than they had on the date of the birth of their country. The territory which is called Gaza, which is pretty close to Egypt, Egypt took over. And another territory which we call the West Bank, which is near the Jordan River, the country of Jordan took over. More than 700,000 
Palestinians had lost their homes, their lands, and they had fled their country, and they were never going to be allowed back into their own lands. They were refugees with no place to stay. But after this, for another 20 years, there was relative peace and quiet. Now, in these 20 years, Egypt and Syria had not forgotten the losses that they had suffered and they were waiting for an opportunity to seek revenge. Israel was very keenly aware that they were surrounded by enemies and they did the one thing that anybody in their situation could have done. Prepare yourself for an invasion any time, day or night. Now, in this, Israel got a lot of support from the United States, UK and France. And by the 1960s, Israel had one of the best defense forces and intelligence agencies in the world. War came in 1967. Once again, Israel was invaded. The Arab countries were hoping to get back the land that had been lost by the Palestinians. Israel won the war decisively in under one week's time. Egypt lost the Gaza Strip, Jordan lost the West Bank and every Palestinian left was pretty much a refugee in either the Gaza Strip or the West Bank. Technically, what was then left of Palestine was to be governed by a self-elected self representative of Palestine. But in reality, most of West Bank was governed by Palestinians, but Israel continued to exercise a lot of control over the movement of people there. In the Gaza Strip, however, in the last maybe a couple of decades, a local group called the Hamas are the ones who've been in control of that piece of land. This is the background story to the conflict between Israel and Palestine. Last week, the Hamas group fired a whole range of rockets onto many towns and villages in Israel. Israel has today retaliated, raining airstrikes over the Gaza Strip. Who do you call the villain? Who do you call the unfortunate victim? I leave that for you to decide. But I really do hope that this sequence of stories helps you understand why Israel and Palestine have had this long-standing conflict now for more than 75 years. And regardless of country and religion, my heart goes out to all the victims of this war. any of our listeners who'd like a much more detailed look at the origin of the Israel-Palestine conflict, I would refer you to an excellent podcast episode by none other than William Dalrymple and Anita Anand, who chat with an Israeli historian based out of Jerusalem. I'm leaving a link to this in the show notes below. Thanks for listening.